This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. morning sharp tongue well not morning i guess it's evening oh you have to apologize me apologize oh my god i can't even talk (laughs) i'm a little high okay guys i got a little high i just ate a half pint of fucking chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream and i gotta tell you out of 10 bites two pieces of chocolate chip cookie dough would i just turn into a canadian there chocolate chip cookie dough two pieces out of 10 bites what kind of cheap fucking bullshit is that I'm spending my money to get chocolate chip cookie dough in my ice cream and you give me 10 pieces, two pieces out of 10 bites. What the hell? Son of a bitch. (laughs) Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. People, we're going to get through this. I've missed you. I've been waiting on a couple podcasts that I recorded. I did uh, The Machine. I did Burt Kreischer's uh, podcast and I did uh, Doug Stanhope's podcast and I was excited to put those out. And they're finally being emailed to me. I went to uh, Doug Stanhope's house last week when I was doing shows in Arizona. So I'll tell you guys all about that. But coming up, shows coming up, I have this weekend, San Francisco Punchline, the 28th, 29th, and 30th at the San Fran Punchline. Come see your girl. I'll be there with, um, I have Marcella Arguello and Justin Martindale both opening for me. Tag team back again. And then for Valentine's Day weekend, February 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th, I'm at Laugh Boston. All you Bostonites, celebrate your Valentine's Day weekend with me, February 11th, 12th, and 13th, and 14th at the Laugh Boston Comedy Club. Then after that, February 18th, 19th, and 20th, I'm at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. Hello, San Diego. I will be in your town, the American Comedy Company, February 18th, 19th, and 20th. Then, the last weekend of February, I think it is, February 25th, 26th, and 27th, I will be at Crackers in Broad Ripple, Indianapolis. It would be nice if it was Broad broad Nipple, am I right? (laughs) Indianapolis, I'll be at Crackers Comedy Club in Broad Ripple, February 25th, 26th, and 27th. Let's do it, people. And I'm excited. This week, we have our first sponsor. We've had many companies send us stuff to give away to you guys on the podcast. Uh, This week, we have our first sponsor that I'm super excited about. It's Wantable. And it's this brand new personalized 
monthly fitness apparel subscription. How cool is that? You can subscribe to fitness apparel and they send it to you. It's a, you know, a dope way to have stuff sent to you every month. Hello, girls, ladies, sign up. Wantable navigates the world of fashion to bring you the latest trends. Hello, looking good. Personalized just for you and delivered to your doorstep each month. Isn't that great? It's like the it's like the opposite of getting your period each month. This is like so fun. Choose from our fitness edit services where you take a quiz. It's like a little quick style quiz and then you can discover handpicked items chosen to perfectly match your preferences. Hello. Keep what you love and then you return what you don't. Your returns are free and you can cancel and skip any time. How easy is that? You know all those other companies that get you locked in? You can return things for free if you don't like them and you can cancel and skip this any time. How great is that? Uh, and there's just something for everybody. You know, when you're out there running errands, you want to look cute. Hello, you want to look physically fit, even though you're just getting a cafe mocha latte. You know, even if you're just being lazy, you can look physically fit. You know, when you're going to yoga, if you are actually physically fit, you can get these cute clothes. If you're a runner, you know, a lot of runners out there wearing sloppy gear, you can, just, you know, step up your game. And you just, you take a little quiz and it, it figures out what your lifestyle is. And then they personalize their picking for you from one to like 10,000 boxes. All of it is unique. You can try the stuff on in your own home. And then they're really cute because they're like these little designer boutique brands. You know, you don't want any of that mainstream stuff you can get everywhere. These are these are delicious, adorable clothing sent every month. I can't I can't stress it enough. I don't want to leave my fucking house. And uh, you know, there's no obligation to keep anything. So it's super easy. You try on their cute little designer brands right in your own living room, send it home, send it back if you don't want it. Keep it in your house if you do want it. And if, if you guys want to check it out, go to wantable forward slash sharp to get started with the fitness quiz. Uh, that's wantable.com forward slash sharp, as in sharp tongue. And you guys can get started with the quiz. Check it out. I did it. I can't wait. It's, it's, it's the best. You know, you get all these clothes sent to you and it's, uh, you, you try them. You have your own like little fashion show in your living room. I just, I, I can't wait to keep getting stuff sent to me every month. <laughs> I can't stop. You just open the box and you have a whole new fitness outfit. I'm not even going to the gym. I'm just trying to look cute in my living room. Okay? So check it out. Wantable.com forward slash sharp. And supporting them supports the podcast. Let's, uh, let's all, you know, take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Wantable. Check it out, yo. Um, we have a lot of giveaways and stuff coming up in 2016. I will talk about that. I, um... Also have questions to answer. You guys asked a shitload of questions, which was hilarious. Um, I think we had a little bit of a delay just because of me waiting for podcasts and being on the road, but I am uh, here. I'm here and I'm ready for you. And I last week I was in Tempe, Arizona at the improv, killing it, just having a great damn time, mainly just killing insects. There's a lot of gross bugs out in the desert, but desert's a fun place. Had a great time at the improv. I, um, tripped out on some edibles. I lost my fucking mind. I ate a chocolate edible that had marijuana in it, you know, never really had one before. And I felt, you know, nothing didn't really hit me until later when I was walking in the sidewalk and it felt like my shins were dripping into the sidewalk. 
I felt like my feet were molding into the sidewalk and I could no longer walk. Out of half of a half of a chocolate. I was <laughs> totally annihilated walking around ASU's campus. Like just, you know, and then it passed by this store and it had all these t shirts. This is on right right near Arizona State University. That's where the comedy club is. There's all these sh- shops and I and I'm I'm just twisted out of my mind. I am just 14 sheets to the wind thinking I am going to flow out into space if I don't if I don't hang on to somebody. I literally was so <laughs> torn up and then I walk by this t-shirt store and it, it it's just pi- puppies on t-shirts, pictures of puppies on top of pancakes. I I can't even just describing it right now makes me bug out. Pictures of puppies on top of pancakes. Do you know what a what an emotional fuck storm that was for me just after thinking my feet were sinking into the concrete of the streets I see a picture of puppies on pancakes I almost crap myself Uh, just thinking about it now makes me almost crap myself (laughs) but Tempe was so much fun thank you for everybody who came out we had a damn good time I brought my pups I had Carlin and Chaplin with me we went hiking you know this is one thing I understand I went hiking and I passed by a couple, you know, you, you go hiking, it's a workout. So you're not really, you know, you, you have to be prepared to work out. I passed by a couple of these girls. They were in full fucking makeup. Full makeup. Hiking up a goddamn mountain. I don't understand. It like literally was like RuPaul's Drag Race contour, hard contour in the cheek makeup on a mountain. I don't, I'll never get it. I, I mean, what are it? Is she going to see, is she going to like try and turn on the the rock trolls? What what is she going to find in a mountain? I can't, I can't even handle it. I was so blown away by that. She had, she had fake eyelashes. These two girls had fake eyelashes to go fucking hiking. I was like, is there a photo shoot going on up at the top at the summit? Is there there a fucking model photo shoot at the summit of this mountain? Um, yeah, it was, but we had a, great time i i ended up going to visit my friend stanhope doug stanhope who i am interviewing on this episode uh if you don't know doug stanhope i suggest you go out and look him up he's he's just one of the best comics out there he's a comics comic every comic loves him he's just uh, such a crazy motherfucker He's so damn funny. He's just one of my favorites. And um, we were texting while I was in Tempe and he's like, you know, come out, come out to the, uh, come out to the compound, the Stanhope compound. So I went out there for the night. We did his podcast and he started this thing. He calls a swap cast where when two people have a podcast, they just each go on each other's and then share it through each other's uh, networks so that's what we did we did a swap cast i think it's a great idea you're killing two birds with one stone so we chilled in his bar on the stanhope compound talked about his breakup his recent breakup with bingo which is um a shocker you know he doug stanhope and bingo are the brad pitt and angelina jolie of the c- comedy world <laughs> so we talked about a breakup we talked about my ex talked about a lot of a lot of fun stuff real fun light stuff just our total demise of our relationships but it was so fun to be there chilling with him I haven't seen him in a while and he's always been very supportive and uh 
cool to me. So that's, you know, it's just uh, a nice perk in this business sometimes when you get to meet your idols and they end up being fun and cool and, and all that. Humble, if you will. A lot of you egomaniacal motherfuckers out there. Got to put a cork in it. So I'm, I'm excited to have Mr. Doug Stanhope on this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Dates. Yeah, you do that. You're I don't the, even know what my dates are. You're the are. straight man. Oh, yeah. Where do you go next? Let me read your sheet and see. <laughs> <laughs> I do that Oh, a I'm lot in too. Addison in two days. I knew that part. That's the weird one. Like, the you're improv? going, you're, you did Tucson last night? Oh, with Tempe. Yeah. Oh, Tempe. And yep. then Addison. Addison. And then. And then. And then. San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's great routing. Coming from LA, right? Yeah. yeah. My routing is the worst. <laughs> it's like East Coast winter, West Coast Is that Coast your summer. manager? Does he need a t-shirt? No. <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> You're just getting into the beef. You're like Chelsea Handler. I am? Yeah, where you have some uh, gorgeous man boy that doesn't say anything and wears, it, wears this weird like open <laughs> shaved chest thing. Just... <laughs> Just to show off. <laughs> and he was, he, was it because we got burnt and he was unsure about wearing that because he didn't want to have like a burnt chest. I thought she was on one of those combo Where'd tours. you get burned? It's we, been shitty weather in Arizona. We uh, did a fake tan. Ting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta get that vitamin D in somehow. <laughs> fake vitamin D? Is it real vitamin I don't, D? Well, you know, it causes cancer, supposedly, but the obviously. The same in both. I'm not worried <laughs> about the yeah, cancer. Because you're fisting and drink and smoking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> looking good on top of that, I'm not taking those kind of chances. <laughs> I'd rather be pasty. That's just an added pressure. It's just an added step to maintain. A lot of people, uh, they they play Phoenix, Tempe, Mesa, Scottsdale, the, the quad cities. Yeah. They go, hey, I'm in your town. And you go, that, it's fucking Arizona. Yeah, this, Arizona's huge. It's, it's, to, to get to Vegas is like nine and a half hours, and that's border to border of Arizona. Yeah. So uh, you, you, they you're don't not understand, my town. They don't understand the, the proximity to other places. Because, yeah, they don't, they don't drive. You no. drove. Yeah, I drive. You, you if if it's it. within five hours, like the gig, five, six hours, I'll drive because then I can bring my dogs. Yeah. And, and, and not and, be on a dirty-ass airplane. We brought our dogs. We brought one dog on a road trip back when Ichabod was a puppy. And it we left it in the car for a minute, and it chewed through the seat and the seat belts, and Chaley was going ballistic. And that's back when in the car? Well, it was a puppy then. Oh, when yeah, it was they get, chewing they teeth, your shoes they, they eat everything when they're puppies. It would have been better if Ichabod actually chewed through the shoulder strap, but he <laughs> ate it down to where there was just a thin, like, <laughs> cheese slicer of, of that, of that seatbelt, seatbelt material, which is really durable, that, that would have just cut right through you. Right. There would have been no displacement of the force. Right it would have yeah. just, yeah. Taken your left arm. It would have taken your off. arm. First night of the tour. <laughs> The, the up, wake up of there. the dogs chewing takes off. But it was arm. also, and I I don't know how well you remember Bingo, but uh, yeah, she's a, a she's bit daffy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, so this was when she first got the dog as a puppy and wouldn't let me give it to the pound. It was her best friend, just like a child. <laughs> I'm going to feed it and walk it and pet it. <laughs> so she's in those early stages of loving the dog. So as much as he's going, the fucking dog's out of control. She's like, this is my puppy. You can't. Women go crazy over dogs. Like I was, I was yeah for six months, and now I'm walking it for eight years. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. Like girls want it in the beginning, and then the d- dudes have to do all the responsibility. I was walking with my little dog on the trail, and every chick is like, oh, oh. It's all like these predictable bitches just needing to take care of something. My first dog was great for getting pussy when I was a young man. My first dog, <laughs> take it out in the park. Oh, your little dog. Okay. Oh, dog? my dog likes your dog. That was a shepherd husky mix. The best dog oh, yeah. I ever had. Good eyes. And they're all retarded since then. <laughs> I just happened to have a really smart dog that I thought was a product of me training it. No, he was just really years, bright. The years of breeding. You're like, no, I got it. Sit, stay, come. I got yeah, it. Yeah. Every dog Killing I've it. had since then is a fucking retard. And the, <laughs> the latest are the worst. Do you always go pound? Do you get them at the pound? No, they showed up at my house. They but these are like real, like just dogs off the street. They're not even rescues. They're squatters. They're <laughs> homesteaders. They were on the property. <laughs> Went on the road for three you months. You know how hard it is to get rid of squatters? It's a legal problem. Yeah, we have a like an open crawl space under the house, and the Ichabod. <laughs> we went on the road for three months, and he was living under there. It took us four days to even get him to eat food. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't trust you guys coming back. Did you have all these colors up? All these bright no, colors? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is back when it was dull. He knew the colors were coming, though. There wasn't even a fence. He could have just left. The, the fence was That's how up. he got in. Yeah. He's like, something tells me there's emotionally damaged people here. I'm going to stay. <laughs> this looks like a cool ride. And the other dog hates my guts. They, they the live in the house. You, you haven't seen the whole spread, but they live in the house that's down behind here. And anytime they're home... My other dog just wants to stay with them. My other dog hates my guts, and she was a squatter too. Henry. Like, fuck you, yes, Henry, Henry Phillips. Hates you. She hates me, unless it's time to go for a walk. She likes me at six a.m. and five p.m. So she likes them better than you. Anyone? That's weird. It's not just them. Other just people, us. when they're not staying there, we have other comics staying there. Brett Erickson and Mitchell. Yeah, they he, she'd scratch at the door to get out of my fucking house. Uh, she's got enough room to have her own shit going on. I don't know. Dogs are they're all very like they're individuals. They're little assholes. They're all assholes. As much as I I, I think the dog whisperer is a phony Caesar Milan. He's there for like weeks. It's the same way people need to believe in psychics or religion. Yeah. I would believe in Caesar Milan just to figure out why my dog hates me. Even though I know yeah. his answer <laughs> is probably bullshit, I need to believe there's a reason that that dog I love so much just fucking hates he would, me. He would just say, you need to be the back leader. Oh yeah, That would be the only thing he says. If you did not have dogs, Henry would be scratching at your door. <laughs> And then eat your dogs and sleep in your bed. But she won't sleep <laughs> with me great. ever. <laughs> hey, uh, this is the uh, Jesse uh, Pelosi. <laughs> Jesse he has May never Peloso. once said my name right. Do you know I, that? I said it However right many all years day. I've known, he's never once said my name right. It's the best. It's always something different. You, you're really creative with the way you say my name. I think I wrote it wrong, maybe. Oh, see, he so wrote it wrong. Let me see. Did you write it wrong? No, he's lying. No, he's, he's lying not. on my behalf. Yeah, he is. Eat he's saving you. Bro code. Bro code. <laughs> Bro code. I said it right all day. I know. Yeah, you did. Now I really can't think of the right way. Peluso. I, 
Peluso. Jesse Nate Peluso. Snakey you, S's. Gangster Hillbilly at your service. Do you have a name for your podcast? Sharp Tongue. The Sharp Tongue. Yeah. All right, I'll fuck that up by the end. Do it. So we're even. I look forward to it. Yeah. Fuck it up as much as you can. Hey, this is the uh, Jesse Pelosi Shaved Tongue <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Shaved Tongue. That sounds like a new sexual experience. Oh, no, it's going to be your hangover tongue. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's well, a swap cast. Have you not picked up on this? If you're a comic with a podcast... Talking to another comic with a podcast, you put them out together as a swap cast, and that's that so saves us time. Yeah, it just it just makes more sense. Crosses the audiences. Why do two? Your fans learn about me. My yeah. fans learn about you. Right. They yeah. all argue with each other. We they get into Twitter wars. Oh my over gosh! Us. I, I shouldn't even bring this up, but uh, do it. I want to know. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a backstory from our last podcast where I had an indiscretion on a cruise ship after a forty-eight hours solid bender. <laughs> Not got hungover, had some breakfast, drank all day on a cruise until I passed out. Woke up, started drinking again, morning, wow. noon, and night, and then something happened with another girl. Ooh, the plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. This is my favorite part. Well, then, yeah, yeah. So Bingo and I broke up, and uh, have you talked about this already? Yeah, yeah. We already talked about this a lot, but I have some notes to ask you questions. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But I talked to Hennigan, my manager today, who's back in Mexico for a third time. Why is he in Mexico for three times? He has some girl down there, but he's very secretive, so he gives us no details. Interesting. Curious. But he, he's been he's been there three times in four weeks, and I can tell when I call him because it doesn't ring. It goes beep 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 beep. When it's, you yeah, know that's that, when you're across that, when you're yeah, in different place, far away from yeah, your home, international where ring you could tone. go missing. Yeah, I go. You're back in Mexico, so I, I I said that we're doing a podcast. He goes, well, well, now that you're broken up, I guess you can have sex with her. Oh my god, go, Hennigan. <laughs> I remember Hennigan. him. Yeah. How, oh, was he? Yeah, I talked to him on the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Syracuse. The palace. <laughs> so you hated <laughs> You hated it. Well, you were it doing... So, it was so, like, empty. <laughs> well, it, it was, it well, was you almost were doing, half full. Yeah. You were doing an empty... We, we uh, co-headlined it, for, for lack of a better term, but you were doing some MTV show geared towards 15-year-old girls. That's right. And I had people that rape 15-year-old yep. girls. It was a maglamation of, of the worst of society. <laughs> it was undersold. Yeah. It was fun, though. I mean, that, that one of those, was it two years or three years that we did it? It was 2013. We did two. Oh, we did yeah, two. yeah, yeah. You had right? another show. Yeah, another the, show. yeah, the first one was okay. Yeah. And then I think the second one was the one where I ate the biggest dick of my comedic career on stage. Massive dick. Just a huge I know sandwich. I didn't enjoy the show. It was horrible. It was so bad I got off stage and I cried for about an hour. <laughs> you ever have one of those nights you just oh, cry? Yeah. It hurts you so bad? Yeah, yeah, no, probably probably a few. Yeah, that was one of those nights. And when I think about it, I have a visceral pain in my like spleen. Oh, I, I, know, I know those shows where it, 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 I'll forget them, but if someone brings it up, you, that you get that. acid oh, floods yes. into your stomach. That's what it feels like. Like, uh, we got to kill the witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lock the, the fire. Of it. You're like, 
Oh god, it was my hometown. Like all these people I grew up with, and my dentist, my fucking dentist, is there. Oh, this was the Palace Theater. Yeah, then. yeah, because your family was in the front row. The, every all my aunts, all my damn aunts, Betsy, Janet, Carol. When I saw aunt. Carol roll up, I said, "It's <laughs> over." <laughs> I uh, th- those are the only ones that panic me now. Is when you have to play your hometown <sighs> and some douchebag from. You know, junior high school that is probably the reason you got into comedy because you hated him so much and he picked on you, but you don't remember anymore. Right. But you have to wonder. And that's the only time that guy's going to see you. You So if you suck, he's just going to go, I told you he's a douchebag in eighth grade. (laughs) Same guy. Just one of the worst, man. Let me get back to the uh, yeah. hot tub thing. Get back to the hot tub thing. Indiscretion. Yes. We were yes. at the moment where you had an indiscretion with the ladies. And he, uh, Hennigan made some joke about, well, now you can have sex with her. And I go, you know what? I don't <laughs> want to end up the punchline in someone's joke that's probably as desperate for material as I am. <laughs> You, it would have to be. I mean, that would just yeah, have to, there would have to be a punchline. Yeah, the one in the hot tub was a stripper, so she's oh, prone man. to Did the you guys things. Bone in the hot tub? No, we had a, I had a party in this hot tub. I was so drunk, but I felt like king of the world. You know, when you're <laughs> yeah. that drunk and everyone seems to be paying attention to you, they're probably saying, "What a douchebag!" <laughs> but you think that you're the life of the party. You got your lampshade on. Well, everyone went ashore. Because I think you said you were in Cozumel, right? Yeah, we were so in Cozumel, Cozumel, and so- it was pouring rain. The entire cruise poured rain, but everyone's off the ship because they're going to buy trinkets and sombreros and whatever the fuck they buy. <laughs> Duty-free shit. Yeah, uh, and Get so I braided. just took over, like, hey, fuck it. We're all sitting here out, you know. Under the bleachers, trying to get out of the rain. Let's Keep jump in those hot tubs. Well, yeah, there's no kids on board anymore. They're all out in fucking Cozumel <laughs> buying chiclets. But a stripper is one thing. You never want to fuck a comedian. Brian, is it? I'm sorry. Peter. 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 <laughs> Peter, Peter, Brian. It's Peter. Have you wound up in a bit yet? You know my Not set. that you know of. <laughs> Have you? What one? It's not me specifically. No. I don't think you have. No. That'll be like... Wait, that'll be after our first breakup. You'll be in there. All right, that's in... When you hurt my heart, you'll be in there. That's oh, this must be heart. new. That's, yeah. that's in hurt, my notes. get in there. That's in my notes yeah. because I was having this conversation with, with Bingo. When you have... When, when you cheat, you never blame... You might ridicule and mock and hate the person, but the person that's not part of the relationship is never to blame. They didn't make the commitment. That's true. And if you're a dude, every option is money. Yeah. (laughs) You only live so long, and on some level, especially in your early years, fucking is what gives you... Drives you. What drives you and... uh, Motivates. No, but it, it makes you... I won. I just won. I fucked yeah. her. It, uh, it justifies. Okay, I'm a good person. She actually fucked she me, so I must validate. Thank we you. We got it. We got to it. He's not just pretty with a fucking <laughs> shaved it. chest. He also <laughs> knows a big word when you need it. I thought that was an episode of Match Game. <laughs> Gene Rayburn is getting tough on these questions. <laughs> but yeah, you don't blame the person that's not involved in the relationship. 
no, you, you don't. fucked up or you fucked up, but as the easy as it would they're be, they're an external thing. Yeah. And you want to, because right. you want the first thing you want to do is put blame someplace. Yeah, and, you, right? and that vacillates. I've been going through that for days. Like, well, if like, and then I, you go backwards. I find myself trying to make her the bad person, even though she's not. She's wonderful, but you're still trying to make yourself somehow exempt from guilt. You, it's 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 difficult because uh, you think about all the shit you've been through, and then you that makes you more angry. So you want to like blame them because well, what about all this shit? You're just going to throw all this shit away. And so you even want to blame them even more for that. Yes. But yeah, you can't really blame the third person because they're just... Trying to get laid. They're just trying to get They're just trying to get. They're some. as drunk as you and they have nothing to... Right. They, they, can't, they don't have to apologize right. the next day or lie yeah. or, or hide baby oil handprints all over a cruise ship cabin. <laughs> so bad to use baby oil. Oh, that I had terrible. it with in, me. in your vagina? Not your vagina, but somebody else's. Well, she at one point said no anal. And, I'm like, well, and you're like, get wow, out! Waste of baby oil. <laughs> what a waste! <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> like, is that dollar seventy nine? <laughs> well, the reason I had baby oil and a lot of dildos was I smuggled a bunch of booze on a cruise ship, and which they're Nazis about. It's like trying to get drugs or shanks in a prison. Yeah. Where they like, so I had the fat suit made of booze I smuggled on, and then I brought a bag, and. I, and you got you, it on. You got all that on a cruise ship. Oh, yes. how did you get? Th- how did you over wait. over two gallons? <laughs> but the bag I had, where I it was a backpack, so it's tall. So if, if when they go through it, they have to reach down. Right, so, an actual backpacker's pack. Yes, like the, there's oh, a so cinch, the hiking, t- yeah, like a hiking, yeah, cinching at the backpack. top. No way to get in until you go. So you have to go through bottom, it. So you, go, you have to fist. So it. I, I layered it with dildos, which here we had. You've seen the town. We're a hundred. <laughs> we're a hundred miles from the local uh, smut shop. I, I passed so I had to put clean. out word to the ladies I know. Hey, if you have a, a spare dildo you don't use anymore that's broken, chuck at my mailbox because I'm making this bag of dildos and porn. So I got friends that gave me dildos, porn. I put a dog leash, <laughs> baby oil, like everything that you would not want to touch as a security person so on a smart. cruise ship, and then put the booze in these rum runner bags at the bottom. <laughs> like and they I look got like- everything on. I got my fat suit. It was slipping by the time I got on because oh I had to God. wait for two hours. I'm sweating. He had and- man spanks. Manx. And, and, yeah. Man spanks <laughs> with a compression. A, a belly uh, belt or uh, whatever yeah, they call uh, it. Uh, it's a That's compression commitment. shirt. Compression socks to smoke. <laughs> How long was were you that? in this? How long were you in all that? Five days. <laughs> One of the reasons I uh, was that drunk that uh, I thought it would be okay to bring a 23-year-old stripper back to my, oh my room God. with my wife and go, hey, what do you think, huh? Shall we? You're leaving? Okay, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> it seemed right at the Wait, time. Wait, was she stripping on the cruise ship or was no, she just on the cruise No, she was just hanging? a cool chick in a hot tub. And- From Florida? No, Louisville. No, Ooh. Lexington. Oh, wow. Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky. All right. I guess yeah. it's similar. Yeah. I guess because I, I just think all the strippers come from Florida. I just assume. That's oh, first she place. wasn't like a Rogan style stripper. Oh, she no? was Yeah. She was okay. a Doug Stanhope style stripper. Okay. She was cool. Like and, outside of Dairy Queen. Yeah. Or she's, she, yeah she was cute. Not she looked like Felicia Michaels, the young version. Okay. Yeah. Did she have all, all, she have like all of her cute. teeth? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I didn't check them all. Tattoos? I checked the ass. She said no, and I didn't go for the teeth after that. <laughs> How are you going to be a stripper and not want any butt action? She's 23. I don't think she makes much money at it. She, 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 she have a good body? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Flexible? I'm not flexible. I no, don't try yeah, to do a lot her, of weird her. shit. Like, you know, I feel like strippers, like, they make more money if they can put their legs I don't. I, I, their bodies. Honestly, if I fuck once a year, You're it's just happy. Uh, Viagra-fueled <laughs> or it's quickly at my wife's expense. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, but I was yeah, I was jacked up on Mexican Viagra because I thought my wife was going to get in the hot tub. And once she didn't, I go, well, let's go somewhere else. Point is. I don't know what my was point it good. Is. <laughs> Do I you remember? No, you were like I was. I'm 48 fucking years old. Yeah, you fucking should be. Fucking 23 year old stripper is good. Yeah, I guess. Especially so. when you're like me, like that dude could be 48 right now, and you'd be going, <laughs> "No, he can fuck anyone he wants because he takes care of himself." <laughs> you're like you're like you're like exactly what Peter. I remember would look my, like, but the worst the worst part of it is that what you're saying you're like the you're the, the black oh of Peter's soul. The black First of, of all, soul. <laughs> you're the dark side of his moon. Is that what you're saying to us? I, uh, I I've made jokes about it, but I jerk off with a t-shirt on in case I have to look down. <laughs> that's a joke. That's based in truth. I'm a ah. disgusting human being. I explained this to my my uh, gal pal Bingo. Uh, uh, however, we stand that uh, it's like you you know open micers. Yeah. Did we talk about this last night on the podcast kind of. or off the podcast? I don't you know no, no, open no. micers that have been doing it for ten or twelve years As and they micers. stink yeah. and doing the same material and they stink and you right. go where do you get your self esteem from? I know I suck in bed. <laughs> and every time I have to fuck my wife, I know it's going to be horrible for her. And I don't want to put her through that. I have a self-awareness that I'm just not good at this. Like, Why do you I, think that? Why do you think you're not good okay, at it? I know that I'm not like good it? at that. How th- how does an open micer that stinks for 13 years and shows up every Tuesday not know? They don't know. It's like blind <laughs> I confidence. do know. That's my point. Yeah. I'm aware of how much I stink in that same since I have, I have no wind. I'm a fucking thirty-five years no smoker. You just, just a sprinter. I, yeah, I have no uh, uh, short burst ballast. <laughs> Can your next DVD be called Short Burst? <laughs> Thirty seconds with Doug Stanhope. Yes, if you want to be a uh, if you want to be a fifty-year-old comic that's still doing dick jokes above fucking your wife and people in the crowd, I remember I I, I could name names, but when Do you it. hear fifty-year-old fucking sixty-year-old comics talking about fucking and boners, and you're like, it is it is jarring. Is, no one wants to hear this from yeah. you. Yeah, I remember doing a show at Bananas. You ever do Bananas? Oh, I fucking love it. I one love Bananas. Club. It's so it's so weird, right? It's, that place? It's it's it, it, it's it's kind of weird. It's the best bar next door. Yep. It's really small. That's the only place that I I like now I I'm out of material. I have to go build a new hour. You go to bananas, and that's where I'll do a full week. Yeah. Uh, everywhere else, one night tops. Bananas is great, but there was one Fucking an older it. woman, older road comic. She was like I think maybe close to sixty, and she was on her hands and knees talking about fucking her husband and it just was jarring to see that you're right just at a certain point it stops it, it, it takes over onto another meaning and it, and it evokes a different reaction out of you you're like this uh, yeah. isn't sexy this is terrifying okay well kind of in the same theory where someone <laughs> says a joke over and over again or they just keep repeating it and you go why are you doing it but they do it enough times that it's funny again because they're relentless right there is that same gap with Old to elderly, where 
when you see a 78-year-old person talking about their balls or fucking, it's hilarious because they don't do that at that age. Right. You're like, all right, this is, it's like a kid. Uh, if you have an 8-year-old kid that you're putting all of your desires that you never fulfilled about being a stand-up comic and you make your 8-year-old kid yeah. do dirty jokes, yeah, you laugh at an 8-year-old right. kid. of course. Because of the positioning of it and who he is right. and how old then he is. Then so, it's so... You know, completely out of the realm of reality. Yeah, that it's hilarious. You can't even you can't even fathom. But the, then, the truth of yeah. it. But then when you see an Archie Bunker talking about, oh, and my gross. balls hang so low. It I is want- gross. <laughs> yeah, old balls. <laughs> Are yours low? Have they have they oh, dropped? Mine have been low forever. <laughs> He's a, the How winner. How low we talk? Do they really like drop a lot? Yeah, well, couple I, inches? uneven too. Like oh, Eddie's breasts, they yeah, just look like yeah. a goat neck. One long, way longer than the other. But we have one friend that owns Chilkoot Charlie's up in Alaska. Chilkoot, Chilkoot Charlie's. You ever played Anchorage? No. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. He booked that forever, and the owner. Every time I'd go up there to see him, we'd party uh, out of control to the point where eventually, who's got the longest balls competition? Come out? He always do beat that? me. Flashlight on the wall, and you mark it. No, it's Anchorage, so it's light at three o'clock in the morning, and you do it by a campfire. <laughs> it never gets so you're dark. just it's just eye, it's just naked eye judgment. <laughs> no eyeball it. No, it's standing Ayo. side by side, stretching your balls as long as they can go, and I still always lose that one. And that's, that's the worst. Terrifying. To have the longest balls in the world is great, but to have the second longest, yeah. nope. there's no there's no parade. Trophy. There's, a terrible there's no parade. Up. You're not. No. They don't get there's you no trophy. A, no a convertible <laughs> for just Doug. a loser that's unattractive to women again. <laughs> you can't even be great at being bad and gross. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had the longest balls, you'd go, "Oh, I gotta see." I gotta those. see him. Yeah, you got the second longest. Out. Get out of here. Yeah, I know the guy with the hey, first. Hey, where's longest. where's your friend? Where's your friend with the saggy sack? Where's saggy yeah, the sack saggy Sam? sack. I want to see that. Yeah. Saggy Sam. Where is he? I'm really so back on. to cheating. Yeah. Yanis. Yanis. Last I, uh, or first I met you, you were dating Yanis Pappas. Yanis Pappas, yeah. Funny here because uh, two times ago. we've had... The police called both Super Bowls Saturday night before usually have a big band out on the patio and comedy. And those are the only two times in 10 years. Noise complaints. Never. We've had bands. But when it was comics or there were uh, loud music at 430 in the morning was the other one. Christine Levine. Do you know her? I know. I don't know her personally, but. I know, yeah, you know what I mean. The first time we go, hey, the band's done. Let's put comics up. We have a lot of comics here. When you go out, you've just been here for a little while. If people are talking two blocks away at this level, you can hear their conversation. Yeah. Christine Levine is on the microphone blaring everyone in two blocks that way and four blocks this way. Every home is invaded by comedy they don't want to hear. That's amazing. And she's talking about how having four kids made her vagina look like it swallowed a dog who chewed its way out. Wow. <laughs> blasting across the neighborhood. Well, plan B, I'm going to stock up on that tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, well, it didn't Saint happen here. <laughs> it wasn't, hey, on the way to work today. It was, it was over a course of... But the, the the cop that showed up both years to tell us to tone it down is named... That's uh, right. Yanis, 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 right. 
Giannis Pappy. Yeah. And I'm like, I have a comic friend who has almost your same name. I think I was with him when you called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you called. You're like, you're never going to believe a cop just came to my house with your name. I was with him when you called him. You probably were. Yeah, I was. I, I remember We're friends that. now. I yeah. see him at Safeway. We're at the deli counter. Safeway. Hey, how you doing? Hey, do you mind if I introduce you to my oh brother? My like, this That's is the amazing. fucking best town. Like, not being afraid of cops, but actually being friendly with yeah. them. Even though they know you're a fuck up, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's funny. And, and the second time they came, he said, uh, "I go, hey, we try to keep it down. We try to kill the music by ten, and and they always show up just after all the shit got shut down. So it, it sounds like some nosy Edith, yeah, just some rude, and, yeah. boring ass neighbor with no yeah, life is just fucking trying to- Kravitz from the <laughs> Gladys Kravitz. Gladys Kravitz. Is that really one of your neighbors? No, no, from oh. Bewitched. Oh, oh, yeah, from she Bewitched. Was I was that, like, what? Gladys? That's a great name. <laughs> and then she looks like an asshole for calling, and it just, everything says, it's, it's like when you go to get your car You're inspected. Like, no, officer. But, but no, it makes a knocking sound, but it's not doing it now. Yeah, it just, it's, it does, yeah. it's not. A- <laughs> and he said, uh, I, the first time he came in, he walked in on Christine Levine. There's 80 people down here. You pulled up in front. You yeah. can't see down here. No, you can't. It's very so well it's hidden. So it's just a fence. You're like, what's looks, happening back there? Tiny house. He opens the gates the first time for Christine Levine. There's 80 people staring at the stage, including her staring at him. So he's like in the spotlight. It's, it's like fucking moment. with a heckler. Yeah. And putting the spotlight. And now he feels like a dick. And he goes, <laughs> all right, my first question is, uh, why weren't we invited? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So the second year... <laughs> He shows up and it's all quiet. He's like, yeah, yeah. I go, I always try to be cool. He goes, yeah, we were here last year. I go, oh, you're the why weren't we invited guy? He goes, (laughs) yeah, why weren't we invited again? (laughs) So Sunday morning for Super Bowl, called the police station and went, hey, just want to let you know you're all invited. There'll be some illegal gambling, but the house isn't taking a cut, so there should not be any legal problems. Come on, bye. <laughs> they did not, but they're, they're fucking cool as shit. That's awesome, though. So, Yanis. Yanis. Did you ever cheat on him? No, I didn't. You ever cheat on you? I don't think so, no. I don't I think heard, you did. I heard you on a podcast once talking about the breakup, and I have no recollection of details. I swear well, I swear, I did. Well, we were, you know, we were living together, and his mom was there as well. She was like in her 80s and had Alzheimer's, so we had to take care of her. It was bad, you know. She'd leave the pot burning and the door open, the dogs would be gone and all sorts of things. Her and I would get into yelling arguments over sticks of butter. That was a reoccurring fun situation between her and I because she liked to put it in the fridge. I like to keep it out. And Fly I find, butter. Right. That's good for Exa- toast. Exactly. Yeah. Toast butter. Thank you. Yeah. And I found myself screaming at an 80-year-old woman with Alzheimer's and that's when you have an emotional turmoil moment where you're like, what am I doing with my life? I'm in a kitchen yelling at a Cretan woman about butter. I'm losing myself. <laughs> so we just, it just. And I'm getting more work than Yannis, so I don't know if I <laughs> need him more anymore. Work than <laughs> no, it just was a situation where I. He's did. funny, but I'm hot. I get the upper hand. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I don't know yeah. if, uh, I don't know if he's funnier than you. No, no, he, I, he's funny. I mean, he's, he's got his own thing going on, but it just got too hard. I started getting work and he didn't like it. He couldn't, I don't think his, I think his ego was affected, which I understand, but then it started to bleed into the relationship and, it just got too hard. It got that too hard. Is the only comedian you dated? Yeah. For any length yeah, of time? Yeah. That was my, yeah, that was my third serious relationship. I, I, I dated one and she was new. Are you going to say a name? 
Uh, Betsy Wise, yeah, oh, I yeah. Think she's a fantastic Betsy person. Betsy Wise, what a great name! It's like a pinup. She's name. yeah, she's into some other shit. She she was like Geraldo. She was a lawyer, quit to do comedy. Geraldo. I was I was I was hot for her. She had one really funny joke as an opening act in Davy, Florida, and I'm like that You're girl's like, really it. funny. Well, you know when you get caught by even an open yeah. micer. And you just hear one joke and you go, oh, that guy's you brilliant. Just, yep. And you realize they stumbled upon that joke and don't even know it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> compared and that's to it. the rest. That's, that's the, and they don't even know how to, to, we spent to a year where she's developing an act and I was already developed. So you'd that's have to. That's hard. The, the different levels. Do you think it's impossible? In a relationship where you can't say, that fucking sucks. You can't because I always call comics insecure narcissists. It's like an equal balance of insecurity and narcissism. You need that. Those are like the wave. two fuels to keep you going. Yes. You need the insecurity to have the realization that sometimes Dave you suck. Dave Attell. Yeah. <laughs> and then you need the narcissism to keep going, you know, to just keep yourself going when you're failing. Yeah. Or, or desperation. Or, yeah, whatever it is. But, that, that it, yeah, it got hard. It got hard. And we were in the hallway. We had this one argument. And um, I just was like, yo, I need, I need my own space. I'm living with you and your mom. I can't handle this. Let, I just, I'm just going to get an apartment or something. And he didn't like that. And he was like, well, go ahead. Go get an apartment. I'm, I'm going to go out and we'll fuck a bunch of bitches. And I was like, okay, well, that's proper communication. <laughs> and then I was on my girlfriend's house, uh, couch for a couple months. And then I moved. I officially got How an long? apartment. How long together? Three years. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I lasted, a, I think, a year with Betsy. Yeah, I lasted longer than I should have. I was in for longer than I should have. Well, uh, Betsy was also new, so she was uh like the party after the show in the green room and then the after party going to somewhere and that was That's new too to her. Much, man. But then when she moved to LA and realized, well, that's my life at home too. (laughs) She's like, all right, I, I, she's like, uh, you're a fuck up. Right. I gotta go. It it takes a certain type of person to be able to roll with that. Yeah. Well, you're a, you're, you're a, you're a drunkard. Yeah. I I like the sauce. I've, I've curbed the drinking. I'm not doing it as much. Uh, I don't black out anymore. That was a regular occurrence. I just had to curb it. I have a weird heart situation. So, I can't drink like I used to. It's not even like an age What's your thing. heart situation? Pr- uh, pulmonary ventricular complexes, PVCs. Mm, I love it when you talk dirty <laughs> to me. I like that. I just, I just pulled a line off a of general hospital. I have no idea what that means. I'm just uh, no, just some weird, you know, I got a deformed heart. I'm probably inbred. Uh, Who knows? How old are you? 33. All right. Well, yeah. Hedberg had the same shit, and he died at oh, 37. Oh, great. Well, cheers so let's, up. Let's, let's do, make cheers them, to that. Let's make the next four, <laughs> let's hope. Next four years, let's make the best of them. Let, let's uh, oil down your boyfriend listen. in that fucking silky chest. Oil him down. <laughs> Come uh, on, he don't he doesn't do that on his own. No, no oil up. Oil down. Doug's Only trying to get down. rid of that half bottle of oil <laughs> from the cruise. I told Bingo. Yeah, there you go. I you brought that home with on us. Him. Use the oil on him. Oil him down. Uh, should we uh, take a break? What are we at? Do you have a sponsor? I have, well, I'm on Sideshow Network. Have you heard of Sideshow Network? All it's right. a podcast network, and we just got He doesn't even loop. listen to podcasts. I don't, I really don't listen to him much either. Only a couple. Just saying, do you have any drops you have to do for no. your podcast? Because no. this is a. Shout out to Nancy Finley for shoving me out of her vag hole. That's my mom. <laughs> I was guessing. Yeah. I was Can you imagine it wasn't? That'd be so awkward. <laughs> Who's this lady? Whoever you are. Thank <laughs> You're a you. nice woman. Yeah. You're not a ping pong ball. <laughs> You're a child. Did the stripper that you banged, you bang her? Finger bang or full bang? Full bang. 
Um, it's Mexican Viagra. What would what, what I waste my fingers on? I don't, know. I don't even on? know. What, it's not in junior high. I mean, what is it? Dof- it doesn't make your fingers hard. What's Mexican Viagra? Your dick smells like a taco? Well, it's What's cheaper. the difference? It's very, oh, it's very uh, okay. economical. Okay. Yeah. You're at the border. Do you have a passport? I do have a passport. Go over and get some drugs. Some, some Mexican Viagra? Well, you could get some Xanax <laughs> or some uh, Lipitor. I don't know what you're... Tylenol 3. I don't... I probably need Lipitor. Lipitor. <laughs> I don't know what you get. I could use some Lipitor. <laughs> I don't know what you need. Oh, man. I just peed a little. Well, you're a girl of a certain age. Yeah, it happens. Stuff Thir- starts creeping out of there. Yep. 33. Old bag. Old. I'm you want to take a break and uh, make a cocktail? That. What are we at? You never told me. I said 34. Oh, 34. A little bit older than you. Let's take a break, and uh, <laughs> we'll be back after this urination. Hey, pop off vodka. We haven't, uh, uh, our, our long-term, our longest sponsor, we haven't uh, pitched pop off vodka for a while. Hey, pop off vodka, people. It's a plastic jug so big you can crawl inside with all of your deepest fears and still fit comfortably. Pop-Off Vodka. Go down uh, to the bottomest shelf of your local barred window retail liquor establishment in that part of town. Get yourself a bottle of Pop-Off Vodka. It makes you smile like you just got 500 surprise dollars in the mail. And now, back to the podcast, already drinking Pop-Off Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. It's a funny line. I got one line here that's funny. You have to write that down. Are you going to remember that? No, it's all yours. <laughs> I can't use it. I'm already ugly. I'm going to yeah. use it. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I already have a place for it. See, as a girl with ambition. Oh, I saw some cocksucker stole a Hedberg joke. That oh, fucking cunt. Oh, no, no, she's a cunt. Oh, whoa. Let, let's save this. We, we're, we're recording anyway. <laughs> Write that down, and then I'll talk about this cunt. <laughs> she's a, uh, she's a blo- vlogger. Video she, lo- you, you, YouTube, vlogger, yeah. YouTube celebrity. Fake-ass, not-comedian, yeah. hot, stupid, and she's the one that did, like, a fat-shaming thing and caused a minute... No. Right. Even though I hate to say the name because people are going to Google her. And yeah, don't, stuff. don't. You know what? We're going to bleep Let's her bleep name. Let's bleep out her name. He's already done. But All you have to do sake. is say it and Chaley is fucking a monster. He's on it. Uh, so, but then she uh, tweeted a fucking Hedberg joke. And I, I hope I have the same person. But if I don't, we already bleeped her name. But someone who was like, what was the guy that was like the big... Stealing tweet things. Oh, uh, the big fat, fat Jew. Jew. Yeah, the fat Jew. It was like that, but it was a chick, and she did the Hedberg joke about sometimes I think about something that's funny, but I'm too lazy to get out of bed to get a pen, so I have to convince myself that it's not funny. <laughs> I know I ruined that no, joke, yeah, I know but what you're talking that's about, the though. joke. It is. Yeah, it is. It's but yeah, almost yeah, 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 yeah. I missed a few beats. <laughs> Hedberg would roll over in his grave a little bit. He'd roll onto his side. Yeah, he wouldn't roll all the way over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he didn't go, have that come much on, ambition. man. Jesus. <laughs> How come Shawcroft won't put out any of my material to make me legendary like Bill Hicks? <laughs> like Bill Hicks. <laughs> so, 
If I thought Shawcroft listened to this podcast, I'd say cut that out. But I mean, I mean that she didn't credit him. No, no, that's his wife, and she has a stockpile of unseen footage that she won't put out because she's like a lot of us that are too fucked up in their regular lives yeah. to get around to stuff, and she's a terrified person, and I fucking want to punch her in the face every time <laughs> I think about how much unseen Hedberg footage is out so there. So much, so much. I know, and There's, like, fucking, so limited... Like, everyone who dies... They're like, they're, they're, what else? They live in the, infamy, yeah, yeah. but Hedberg's been forgotten because she doesn't get around to putting shit oh, out. That's great. It's infuriating. I don't, I don't blame you specifically, Lynn, but I've been drinking, so tonight I you, do. You want it? Wait. So this chick, I'm talking about this chick. This, this chick, chick tweeted, she didn't say. She tweeted that fucking tweet, and it was one of those times where I had a, I wake up with a lot of anger, and I want a target that I can just eviscerate, but I had other <laughs> shit to do. And then I forgot about it till now, but yeah, that fucking cunt. I'm sure it's that same. You did, cunt. So you didn't even get to respond to it. Did anyone? No, did you some, see anybody else respond to it? Someone tweeted me because I'm a, a, a egomaniac that I basically only look at notifications and not my that's home. A, that's everybody. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. But I wanted to take full credit. You can. You can take full credit for being anyway. an egomaniac. The only one. Did anyone else tweet about it? Yeah. No. Someone tweeted me. But again, so I know many I want people to go through the don't remember Hedberg. It. But that's the problem. I know because then, she, then that that's going to be the parameter of of her funny level. Hedberg holds up, and there's not oh, a lot yeah. of comics that do. Oh God, he's he's timeless. His stuff is timeless. Woody Allen hit that that the, Thank you. that one album Becker ever show that still holds up. There's guys that don't. Stephen Wright holds up Hold, to an extent, yeah. but kind of Hedberg kind of usurped him in the same style. And Hedberg, now he's over completely in his grave because I said that. <laughs> now he's in a but fetal he position. But he kind of took that genre <laughs> and made it actually real. Like he was doing one-liners, but in between them, he was a human being. Yeah. Oh, man, that didn't work at all. <laughs> I'm going to have to strike that. Are you people still going to like me after? <laughs> you people don't like me. Yeah, he, he made it a human, like, uh, here's a joke, and what do you think? It was. So he, had, he definitely had his own he, little He brought it to, to it. a new level. He gave a little, uh, the life, I don't know if life is the right humanity. word. Humanity. Humanity. That's, that's, that's it. He gave humanity to the one-liners. Instead of it feeling this, like this regurgitated tone, like a monotone yeah, thing, and he did it brilliantly. And the uh, glasses, there was it was weird because he, he, there was a humanity. And to then it, but there Dimitri was a veil. Martin brought it down to the worst levels. I can't <laughs> leave <even>. that in. <laughs> <laughs> Make it louder. Leave it in. Pump up yeah. Dimitri Martin by ten yeah. decibels. Jack, jack that <laughs> up. Jack this shit up so the cops show up. Why didn't you invite me? First of all, I don't think that guy's been. I know that I'm out of the world of what's relevant, but I don't think he's been relevant for like. Eight years. But. I haven't heard the name in a while, but yeah. I don't. Then again, who knows? There's a lot of stuff that's relevant out there that's mind-boggling. All right, here's. Uh, come on. <laughs> come on, you're gonna Stop burn it. your fucking knuckle. I'm fucking lighting cigarettes that's the off. Ghost fucking, of the stripper you banged you, on the cruise. Are you lighting cruise. cigarettes with uh, like wooden no matches. blowouts? <laughs> birthday candles. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to ask you this because it was funny earlier, and maybe it falls flat now. But Bingo <laughs> came by. We had another talk. After our breakup thing, Jeez. and it's it's tough. And at some point, she asked me the wrong question, which is, uh, 
how much have you really cheated on me in the last 10 years? And I said, I don't know how to answer that question. And then she said something smart, fucky, but nice. And I said, well, then maybe the answer is not enough because I don't. And then we started talking about this cruise that we were on. And she's going, I go, I'm trying to write down beats for this podcast of just what happened in the last week. And she goes, well, then we were on stage with the Impractical Jokers and that girl, Kelly, and the other girl. I don't know if you fucked them, too. And I go, I don't remember being on stage with the Impractical (laughs) Jokers, much less the girls you're talking about. And I go, that's why it's a flawed question to ask me how much I've cheated on you in the last 10 years, because I don't remember... I wouldn't remember cheating on you on that cruise if you hadn't ratted me out by spotting me. You're a narc. <laughs> You're a goddamn oh, narc God. for telling me a that narc. I cheated on you. Oh, Jesus. I put it on her, and I, oh, I thought that was a very clever way. <laughs> I don't like Keanu Man. Reeves, but I saw The Devil's Advocate, and that kind of got me Did into... Did you feel like you were in that mode? I could be a fucking good lawyer. Yeah. You feel like you were in that Keanu Reeves <laughs> devil's advocate mode? Yeah, Who's Al Pacino the, in this situation? Remember the begin- where, <laughs> he, where he figured out how he could get the pedophile yes. off the charges yeah. because he's smarter than that. I, yeah. I just found That's a it smart way blood. to get out of this, but it's wrong. So I, I, I laughed and said, all right, that's, that's probably wrong. <laughs> shit, man. That's heavy. That's some heavy shit. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to bang like a cheerleading squad? What's going to happen now? No, I don't. That's the point. <laughs> I thought, oh, now I can go bang everyone, but no, I still I... have no sex drive. I was just jacked up on Viagra. and Mexican a... Viagra in, well, in black dildos. I only say Mexican Viagra because some fan gave this to me after a show, and if he's listening, he'll, he'll probably be going, that was me, and it was years ago. It sat around on the... Andy Andrist is the only one that's ever taken it. Hey, you got any more of those Viagras? I think your I think your friend's <laughs> looking at me weird. <laughs> and your Crisco oil, whatever. What did you have? Baby, Baby oil. Baby oil. But I also had the uh, the pair of uh, seven pairs of my uh, best friend's panties here. Chaley's girlfriend oh, Tracy. That's true. I didn't use those. God, you're 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 uh, that room, I your only... state room, and that cruise. You had a good room too. Which yeah. is filled with dildos and panties Empty and, bags of, and a uh, fat suit filled and, with booze bags. Yeah. No, I saved the fat suit parts in case I try to smuggle shit again. Did you bang the stripper in the fat suit? <laughs> Put it on. Put Bucket on the bags. List. Bucket list. Check it <laughs> off. I would, I would love it if a chick had a weird fetish like that that made me <laughs> feel from behind while not so weird. Bag. Like, really? <laughs> Did you say a feed bag? <laughs> He Wouldn't it be feedback. weird? What if a girl was like, I want you to hook up a feed bag to my face, fill it with Mexican, post-Mexican Viagra cum, and I want oh, you to bang oh. me from behind while I munch on it. Would that I be? Was, I was thinking today, I should, every, anytime I uh, uh, cheat on a girl, I should do something <laughs> so <laughs> revolting that if it ever got oh back God. to the girl I was cheating on, she'd be going, oh, thank God he didn't do that to me. <laughs> That's good. You make it so... You're like, babe, I love you so much. Anytime you have those urges, you I go love, out there. Yes. Yeah. Kill you again. Kill again. That's fine. You go tag team a girl with a Siberian tiger. I don't want to be anywhere near that situation. You just come home. I'll make you a pie. We'll have some pasta. And we'll watch Netflix. 
You have the normal existence with your girlfriends, and you go take care of those salacious moments with it's other like people. The, Mary, have you ever cheated on the girl? I'm sorry, I've called you Peter, Peter. and Paul, so I go with Mary oh, now. Call Mary. <laughs> have you cheated on her yet? Three times. Yeah. Three times, and she knows about it. I'm all good. I'm a 21st century chick. I can roll with the punches. How long have you been with this guy? Um, we met at a show a while back, like a week ago. Oh, let me guess. Okay, first guess how all, we met. First of all, you're with Beefcake Guy. He's, but he's not calendar, a Beefcake. He's calendar, not a Beefcake. Calendar quality Beefcake he's Guy. He's calendar quality. And I want to hope that he met you after a show where you were a hot chick that kept talking about how I can't get laid. Because that would be great. No, that's not Because that's it was. what hot comic chicks do. I don't talk, talk about, about that. Yeah, I don't no talk about guys want to talk to me after a show. I, don't talk, I, get, la- I get laid. So I you, don't talk you about met, that. He met you at after a show a you date. were on? He, it was my show in Pittsburgh at the Pittsburgh Improv in Homestead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not near Pittsburgh at all. Right. No. Um, and he was there on a date. In a, it's right? fucking Westworld. So Peter's a chuckle fucker. A chuckle fucker. <laughs> Chuckle you stole him away from a girl. Well, it was a wasn't it a first date? It was just a first date. They didn't even know each other. They barely knew each other. And I saw him. I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. And then we just started talking and have been chilling ever since. All right. He's How a very, long? Very intelligent person. Yeah. One week. A week? I mean, it keeps. We just keep saying a week. All right. Why? Because the truth is more painful. Isn't the truth always more painful? No, truth is hilarious. Truth is hilarious. Pain is hilarious. Yeah. I should say pain, that. Pain is truth hilarious. is a lot of times boring yeah. as fuck. Yeah, truth is boring, but the pain, the yeah. result of the truth is I the pain. I sit at this bar a lot and hear people's honest stories that you go, who cares? Yeah, the pain is the funniest. <laughs> pain no, you're right. is funny. Yeah. And truth doesn't always yield pain, but you're right about that. No, we, it's been, Truthful you know, pain. we've been chilling for a little bit. All right, good. Uh, do you, uh, do you, uh, you want to pipe in? Do you have anything you... uh? Wanted to talk about uh, you know one I, thing I want to know because we were talking about this earlier. Um, do you remember like one of the f- worst shows you've ever had? Like uh, in recent years, I'm not talking like starting off growing pain comedy stuff. I'm talking like getting off stage years, crying after opening for recent years. Chaley would remember old years. I remember Chaley is my tour manager as well as my podcast lady. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you one on the tour where we did the Syracuse show with yeah. you two days before that. It was at Valentine's. And where's that? Hang on. <laughs> Jaylee doesn't understand the difference between a show that goes horribly wrong that you can't wait to talk the control. about. No, guy getting thrown through a plate glass window and shit. That's what I'm talking about, where you have no control over what happens. Right. Where it's them, not yes, you. Right. When it's that's, me. That's interesting as well. I want to hear I both. I know the I difference. I know the difference. I just remember that show because I was looking through the tour diary when you told me she was going to come in for the podcast. I had Rob Dukes because there was no security at that show. <laughs> Wait, Rob so what Dukes. Happened? Valentine's in New York. In, uh, Wait, what, what where in New York? Albany, I believe. Albany, New York. Albany. Right. It was so... This doesn't sound like a comedy club venue. It's no, like no, a it's rock and roll shit. Yeah, yeah, you just oh, pop wait up. a minute. I, know, I just remembered something. This is another thing that's horrible about that show that I didn't even think about. It. You may have forgotten. Remember, they had a fucking band downstairs playing a benefit bum, from like bum, five bum. o'clock on. So the we music. were up above and you could. Oh my yeah. God, that's terrible. All standing that's in an upstairs worst. sweaty pit. But, uh, Someone, it was Junior Stopka. I Junior think. was the one Junior on stage. Junior, who I fucking Junior, love. where's Junior? Where's he been? 
evidently there's some controversy. We'll talk about okay. that. Okay. I haven't I haven't checked into it, but yeah. but he was someone like heckled him out of his skin. And he started to melt, and he doesn't. So he do got that. broken down a little bit by that. They, On his closer, he's leaving the stage. Oh man! Some fucking guy, and I just went up and went, oh. "You get the fuck out now!" And there's no security. So Rob Dukes, who's the lead singer or was at the time of Exodus, which is a Exodus. hardcore yeah, yeah. heavy metal? metal, fucking yeah. yeah he's in metal. Generation yeah. Kill now, yeah, yeah. and he's also doing something with a uh, Run. From yeah, Run DMC. Yeah, he's got this project. I, see, I, I saw something about No, not it. Run. I think it's the DMC. Not Reverend yeah. Run, no, the other I guy. I saw something about like them, uh, a mashup. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, a, yeah. a weird Yeah, he wants Bingo to actually uh, perform with them. Uh, anyway. But, but anyway. Yeah. I had a... There was no security, and he's a badass looking dude, so I made him throw the guy out. Uh, he didn't get thrown through a plate glass window. He got thrown out, and then... Found a cinder block and threw it through the plate glass door of the venue while the manager is standing on the other side of the glass. And this Into is like 12 minutes yeah. of just getting the guy thrown out until just to start the show. But that's not a bad show. That's a show you no, brag a, about. Yeah. So you performed after that, I'm sure. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah Everyone's just, like, yeah, it was it's crazy. Yeah. That, yeah, people. But that's think a different. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a podcast. You know, it's like podcast gold, where that sort of thing happens. Right, where I just fell apart. Where I can't remember the last. I'm trying to place. remember where you like came off the stage. Where he just was like there was emotion, one show in an Canada. emotional duress. Well, where like where you just where it just it just wasn't nothing was clicking. As a drunk, that doesn't happen till the next day. <laughs> <laughs> You Which wake up the beauty of and then you go, oh, fuck. You're like, damn. I got to really work on my shit. Yeah. But it does make you work. And that's just uh, your theory of narcissism versus... Insecurity. Uh, yeah. So mm. alcoholism plays into that where yeah. you go, oh, I thought that was so funny last night, but it wasn't. <laughs> so I'm going to have to really shape up and put some effort into this show, and then the <laughs> next show I'll fuck up. Right. You just you, you go on that that constant loop of, you know, regretting it and then trying to improve it and then just right. getting into that thing. You did, you sent me a text message. You were like, I wish I, I, wish I could uh, – I wish I uh, had somebody to write down all the things that I said because I don't remember what I said last night. When you called me, it was just – all the stuff you were telling me about everything you've been going through was making me gut laugh. I was I was laughing. I had tears coming down my face. You were drunk too. I mean, I had you know a couple, a little bit of weed and a couple pops, sure. But oh, I, I remember. Yeah, I like Call the cheap. Call back door. Get him up here. He's I love the weed. cheap. Do you have? You don't have weed on you, do you? I, I do, but in the car. Get, don't leave don't here. Don't leave with here it. with it. All right. Don't um, leave here with it. There's checkpoints. Yeah, you, you go back through checkpoints with dogs. Really? You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Good part. Uh, not that's, in this state. Uh, yeah, no, that's really? feds. That's really? yeah, that's border patrol. Every yeah. time. Yes. What if I time. put six joints in my butthole and seal that? You'd be good. Cock. As well, long as we get what? pictures. First of all, what if we just do a video? Listen, of it and we I live seal here. We'll do cock. that for you because <laughs> if you don't cock it right, if you got first cock one's it free. Right, where's Bob Vila? <laughs> Buy two cocks, get one free. <laughs> The good news is wherever you're going, which is Addison, Texas, next. Oh my God, is that even a real place? Addison Improv. No, we, yeah, that's a good, we like that. No, no, no it's, great. Listen, it's a great. Wait, club. hang on. What, what date is that? It is January 21st to the 24th. 
Yeah, we, this probably won't come out till I don't know what date it is. I have a fucking lot of problems. And then so punchline. Let's line. just put it in. This is going out punch this Punchline in San Francisco. Love it. Yes. That's uh, read the you January twenty eighth through January thirtieth. And then I'm going to be near your place of birth, Laugh Boston. You're not driving from fucking San Francisco no, to Boston. No, I fly some of these places. All Listen, right. I'm going to fly to Edison. What are you doing, your dogs? I have some white, a fucking, white guy with a beard watches him. I bring the little dude with me. Chaplin comes with me. Carlin, the bigger dog, goes with the, the hippie with the beard. He takes care of my big guy. Nice. Have we talked about the hippie with the beard? No. What hippie with a beard? My I dog walker. My dog dog's walker? in no. no, no, no. Where do you live? L.A., your favorite. But that's not on your no. list. No. I said Laugh Boston, February 11th through February 13th. I'm going to be flying there. All right. Because you were worried about me driving. Oh, and this oh. one, Doug. You remember that guy? Oh. Do you like American Comedy Company? Oh, uh, we, <laughs> what happened? We have left that guy alone. <laughs> a, a name brand comic had to call me after we had problems there, and go, uh, "Is this guy crazy?" And you go, "That guy's fucking crazy." We're talking about the guy who runs the place. Yes, or I think it's if I remember his name. What happened? We'll talk about it after. Off the air. Okay, cool. Because a lot of people, the, a, a, a guy that played there that would never really talk to me, alt guy. Famous? Yeah. Famous to us. No, we'll, we'll talk about it off okay. the air. But he didn't want to. It's almost like. He didn't want to what? To a, uh, to make an equivalent to rape, but not saying <laughs> there was no rape involved. But where someone goes, I don't want to press charges because I need this gig again kind of thing. That guy's a fucking, and we have like copies of emails of that guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, just unleashed. Fucking out of his mind. That's I don't I can't come up with a a, a bad show right now for right. you, but I can come up with a bad owner, and there's no one worse than that one. <laughs> well, you, you were there for that. Oh, yeah. We did a podcast in the back of the room, and the guy wouldn't even come in. And, oh, oh, it's I'll, we'll, we'll talk. I want to know. We're about almost this. done with this. It was right? it was it was uh, puppy dogs and lollipops before the show started. And He's, then, and then once the show started, it just went down. Well, it, no, just it, huge. I was just making fun of the club, like you do. Everyone, like, do, all comics do that. And he's he was walking to tables, going, "What do you think about what he just said? What do you During think?" During your set, yes. Uh, I, uh, is that true? But then you read the Yelp reviews of that fucking club, and they fuck people over all the time. And the guy's a complete insane wow, person. That's insane. I mean, it's a shame because this has been going on since he worked like San Jose or San Francisco. He was used it to, the imp- was he the improv? San, I believe it was the San Jose Improv, and then which he, is a weird club. In then he itself. tried to start his own management company or something. Wow, I, I, you I mean, really some yeah, of dug into this he, thing. Yeah, he, well, he no, really it started with Hennigan. He, 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 oh, okay, Hennigan has this litany of you're the you're the, uh, uh, a pariah on comedy my manager uh, just good for him crazy shit and then when we got there i'm like oh my god this is a fucking and it's still open that comedy club's yeah. still open three years later after this and usually those problems will be you know end up being well, the craziness didn't start until doug actually went on stage and it was the first five minutes what Doug was talking That's about a on stage. Horrible time to start a problem. Well, when your I didn't know goes what was unseen. happening. Until Doug was just going like through what? his set, and then and then they came back, and it, the, it's really weird because stage left is 
a, a door room. that goes to the green right, room. Right, right so it's there. It's kind of it's funky. So yeah. Yeah. You, you almost have to do there. a guest set to get to the green room. <laughs> no, you do. You Just to get in there, you have to, like, so, you're a part of the show. So someone coming to the room to get me out of there, it must be important because, you know, you've got, you've got to almost through. cross the stage yeah, to get there. You're being a part of the show. So it comes in, you know, I need a manager wants to talk to you right now. And I head back there and he's pacing like a panther. And like, <laughs> how do we, how do we stop this? And I'm like, Pacing I mean, like a listen, the time to have a problem with this is before he goes on stage. So everything that led up to Doug getting on stage was because you believed that he would be a good comic, would be a good draw, and you were, we assume, aware of his material. Now he goes up and he does something that you don't like in the first five minutes. And you want you want me to get a big fucking hook about, and drag him off the stage? It no. Was a, it was about the club, though. I was, I was yeah. making jokes about how they oversold it over fire code, and, right. which they did. But I was Which making is a good funny. thing to to joke about. But, but then the, the reviews is what you you got into was what? was oh, about, the about the reviews. He held he held uh, <laughs> refunds hostage <laughs> until people gave him a five star <laughs> review on Yelp. That, oh, that's right. He yeah. was he was uh, saying you get free tickets or something if you make five. Charlie stars. Murphy canceled the show, and it wasn't the club's fault. And then someone went in. Someone on Yelp said they went in to go get their their refunds because they they said we'll refund your tickets. And the guy said, I'll refund your tickets, allegedly, that I will refund your tickets after you give the club a five-star Yelp review. That's like a businessman move. He was. Yeah, I would do the same thing about my burgers, if even if, you know. Well, but it was because there were so many one-star Yelp reviews of people, you, know, you have to be here by 7.30 or you don't get in. Even on, if you have a ticket. Even yeah. if you have a ticket and there's no refunds. But that's not on the ticket. Something like that. Wow. I'm protecting myself from a lawsuit. Yeah, allegedly. Because... Allegedly. Just say and allegedly. And these were on, on Yelp, but there were numerous. You can read the Yelp yeah. reviews. I just, I'm not quoting them accurately because right. I don't have instant recall of a shitbag comedy club <laughs> owner from, from three years ago. But at the time, I did due diligence and go, wow, this guy's a fucking crazy person. Crazier than we even knew because we already had a history. And he's like still, a good history? You had, you no, had like a, no. Oh, he was like in a, San Jose. and Oh, that's right. From him being yeah. Hennigan shit. Well, wow. and then the, uh, what are you doing next? Let's okay. get off this. <laughs> after that? Well, yeah, after that. Uh, Tampa. Uh, oh, Tampa. I'm going to go visit your stripper girlfriend in Tampa, March 11th through the 13th at the Improv. Have you ever done that one? The Tampa Improv? Lexington. Oh, that's Kentucky. Same shit. They're all from the same... I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't land Coast. Tampa quality What tattoos strippers? did she have? <laughs> Tell me what tattoos she had. I'll show you. I feel like Kentucky. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you got, fo- she'll let you take photos of her? Well, she no, was passed she's out been to be texting fair. texting me photos of her. Oh, girls just toss up the titty pics like it's nothing. They just I, throw the cat photos right in there. Do you just get those? You get those photos like tit pics? Well, if you accidentally fuck someone in a hot tub on a thing and she was a nice girl. She was tossing up tit pics? No, no commitment. No, bikini pics. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a good girl. Good yeah. Kentucky girl. What tattoos nice does she girl. have? I asked this before. She has small tattoos. I can't read them. It's on a. It's on an Android. I can't. <laughs> I don't even know how to blow those pictures up. I was so confused because I'm thinking like I'm him not looking like at this. them in the flash. Really... He's like they're on an Android. I'm like, wait, her tattoos are on an Android? <laughs> how does it even work? He didn't want to put on his readers to check out her <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> he had to put on the glasses with the extra <laughs> square just... <laughs> in the middle, the thicker square, you so you could see. Feel bad for what she had to go through, and then. She wanted to fuck all the impractical jokers and had to settle for me. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Did you have fun on that tour, though? 
Yeah. Those boys? Yeah. Those boys are nuts. I fucking love those They're guys. They're great. Aren't they we great? We paid for that fucking tour, the, that uh, cruise. He didn't work it. You didn't? You just went on and fucking I, chill? As soon as they wow. tweeted it, I bought tickets. That's awesome. Bingo so loves them. Chilled. We love them. Oh, that's so much fun. They must and have loved having well, you there. Well, then they gave us a deal memo. I go, I don't want to work on this. I want to get shit-faced by noon. I don't want to work. I'd rather pay for it. Yeah. So did you did you do end up doing Plus, it? Plus, I'm not going to... Impractical jokers, people are happy people. So they don't they want to hear their, me piss all over their lives. Oh, they, they do, do live shows. They do sketch. They play their stuff. They, they oh, that's like, they're a sketch they group. Banter. Yeah. They do yeah, yeah, banter. Yeah. Improv group, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. That's interesting. They did one show a day, right? We missed all of yeah, them. You know, I was always drunk for <laughs> prime time. I missed Gilbert Gottfried, who was on my b- top of my bucket list of comics I want to see live. I was always drunk by the time he went on and. Who's, who asleep. else are your favorites? Like, grow, like, did you like? Tell I can watch I know. every Atel day, is every day. The best. He j- just absolutely. When you think, when you think about all the elements that it, it takes for a comedian to be good, if you want to say it that way, I feel like he just encapsulates everything: vulnerability, but, confidence, darkness, would little you, bit of lightness. Would Fuck you? <laughs> He's back. Hold on. Peter's back. <laughs> would you would you be as miserable as he is as a human being to be as funny as he is? Yes. Really? Yeah. Do you talk to him much? Because he's always in a state of disarray, emotional agony. He won't take a vacation. He won't do anything fun. He hates everything about himself and just walks around trying to fix it. And I wouldn't. I'd rather be mediocre a, yeah, than yeah. that good you know, and good miserable. Point. Well, because I think that to be that good, there there's a sacrifice. There's something you have to give up. Not even give up. It just is innate to who you are as a human yeah. being. You're not even missing anything. Exactly. It's just who you are. Yes. Um, but it's easy to look at that as an outsider and have the perspective because you know I'm not nearly as good as David Tell is, and that's a great question, but. I don't know, man. It's just but so you have to more have Twitter followers. That, that the fuck? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was the end of the uh, Brian Hennigan conversation where I go. I, first of all, uh, uh, I don't want to. I, I would never want to be a punchline. I fucked a comic once. I, I would never want to be her punchline. He goes, she has a lot of Twitter followers. I go, <laughs> yeah. Brian Hennigan. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't I don't think they're gonna start following me because I'm a punchline of what a poor piece of ass I am. <laughs> <laughs> I could be the one that changes it all. I'll just be like, "Yo, he is the Don Corleone uh, of the badge." That that's like the worst <laughs> fuck you from an MC that tries to fuck you over by saying the next comic is the best comic you're ever gonna see that. in your life. Yeah, that would be the same as you going, "Ooh, that's this what? guy's a great piece of ass with a huge <laughs> dick." <laughs> I don't want to follow that. (laughs) What drives you nuts about like, do you have like any idiosyncrasies about like younger comics or hosts or features that just drives you nuts? Like, I don't, here's one of mine. I don't like the um, generic host banter of like, you know, I don't know, like, just like, you know, I'm your host guy. All that like stupid little stuff that's said. Well, you know, like that. If you're working with people that the improv, they have their, they have their, they have their thing. You're not choosing your own people. Right, right. So the improv tells them, here's the announcements, this is what you bullshit. do, and they have to do it because that's how you get into comedy. Yeah. So you bring your own people. I hate 
comics that are fucking brilliant and don't work. That's what yeah, I hate. Because I've, uh, I, I, a lot of guys I've brought out going, this guy's fucking brilliant. And then three years later, it's the same shit. And you're like, you gotta fucking work. But don't you think like that's, I don't mean to cut you off, but don't you think a part of that, I always believe that when people are great like that, when you see somebody who's really great, that there's an element of fear of what that insanity. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what that entails. Like, look at, look at, look at, um, Junior Stopka. Look at David Tell. Look at Junior. Look at David <laughs> no, Tell. No, David Tell works endlessly. But I'm not saying he's not working. I'm saying his greatness, like that, that it comes with a huge price. So maybe like these younger comics, they're just, they don't, they don't even want to think about what that risk is. They just, they would rather be here instead of like lifting themselves and doing the work they have to do because of, Maybe they think about what it would entail to have to achieve that. It's a lot of fucking work. I can name a lot of names. I just threw Junior under the Junior. Fu- I hate what that expression to, to throw you under the bus. I should never say that. It's tired. But Ju- Junior just. He was he, funny, he, he's, man. No, he's still funny. And the same bits are still funny. But he's happy to just be the big shit in the fucking Chicago comedy scene and not, and not like, go he has no ambition which mm. i appreciate too but you're like he's so fucking funny i want to hear more new like divulge into and there's other guys i know that they're just the funniest people to hang around with and on stage but they don't know why so they just ramble on stage and no direction a, yeah they have yeah. no idea what to do to make that work yeah and those are the guys i love Sean Rouse, the fucking oh, oh funniest God. guy So ever. good, so good. But dark. He, I love that dark shit. Yeah, but that darkness comes from a lot of personal I, well, abuse. A lot of real problems. And yeah, it, comedy's the last thing on his list yeah. when he's trying to stay alive. That's true. But damn, his outlook is, he's got a unique situation. His whole thing is unique. He's in L.A., isn't he in L.A.? Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, well, last I knew he was back in Katy, Texas. Really? Oh, damn. I thought he was yeah, still was in L.A. Last few years he was in Katy. But, yeah. He's Sean great Rouse. friends with Giannis. Those two. And, and Attell. Yeah. Attell has done so much for him. And he but that's kinda, frustrating. He kind of shits do on you. With it. Yeah. It's like what, you don't do anything with that. It's yeah. like you, you just you want to like take these guys that are, that are not really maximizing themselves and having that ambition like what what the fuck what are you gonna do with this and go fucking work at dairy queen what the fuck are you doing on stage devil's advocate there's also people that say oh i discovered this guy straight out of compton that was a great thing and a beat in that movie i just watched where like no giamatti that paul giamatti didn't make us famous we We are fucking good yep and there's a lot of people that take credit for it. And I, I never wanted to do, like, hey, I'll help you out, Sean Rouse. But you what have you to do, do with s- it is what, on yeah, your own. Yeah, you were already funny. It's not like I'm helping you. You guys aren't working on jokes and, like, punching yeah, up his he set. Was already you're already funny. You're I just, just giving an opportunity like, as much as I lame. could. And that's opportunity. all I can do. But, I mean, again, you can't, you know, that's the frustrating part about it. And, and the other thing I can't stand about it is the competition between comics. I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, I see it a lot in L.A., not so much in New York, but I lived in New York for like 10 years. And being in, out in L.A., there's such a different lack of camaraderie. And the camaraderie exists within these specific circles. And the circles are like these jerk circles of people who have specific credits that they can benefit off of one another for tweeting about each other on each other's timelines. And it's just this vacant, vapid existence between each other. It doesn't mean anything. You're not fucking friends. You don't care about what they do with their careers or their lives. And I can't get into that lane. And for me, I find a hard 
What, what do you I, like? I have strong opinions. No, about I was this. gonna what? say, I was like, it's like you're you're fired up, and that's great. But <laughs> I don't even know if do you even Doug, do you even no, see any of that? that? Do you are you aware of any of that? Because you live out here in Bisbee, well, oh, removed from no, a lot. I, of that. I started out on the road. I was a triple gig yeah, guy. Yeah. I was a Yoder whatever fucking shit booker for years yeah. before I ever got to L.A. So your only friends are the guys in the trenches. It's you it. and the opening act or you and the yeah. headliner, if you are the opening act, against a shitty audience at a Penguins in fucking Sioux City <laughs> or something. So it was just comics. It was only yeah. camaraderie. And it wasn't until I got to, and that's why I still have that fucking, still have that beef with David Cross. It's not a beef, but it was an incident where I realized, oh, that doesn't work in LA. Just one shitty moment where I went, oh, fuck, it's different out here. It's different. It's different. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's David a contingent Cross. thing. It's a, the relationship is contingent on a lot. And I'm not, I have uh, probably three or four of my greatest comedian friends are in LA. I'm not saying it's all this vacant, uh, existence, but for the most part, it feels like, there is um an exchange that has to happen an understanding before you can, you can become friends with somebody and, and i just for me i don't understand the competition level i'm a different voice you're a different voice there's no competition if you're good at what you do you're going to get what you deserve if you put in the work you're going to get what you deserve so i don't understand like the comedian competition do you do you know when what I, when, I, when i moved there i had been on the road so long that everyone ends up in new york or la if right. they have any kind of chops any and still not even that. <laughs> everyone so when i moved there i knew a bunch of road comics which still have a stigma in yeah. la because which is crazy to me well there's a lot of them that are just doing hacky shit yeah <laughs> but the it's most still... hacky shit but still i i had enough friends that then when it got to that alternative circle back in, this is the 90s for me, when it started. Right. Yeah, the, that's the just, beginning uh, of the alternative scene, yeah, really. Yeah, just fucking nose up and no jokes and... Cat uh, humor. Well, they... they, they, they <laughs> yeah. Tell me your favorite Janine Garofalo joke. <laughs> tell me. You know what? Let's go to break. We're going to spend a night... <laughs> We're going to take a hot tub. We'll hit the sauna. We're going to tweet about it. And then we'll take the top five. Still waiting for that seventh caller for one of your favorite Janine Garofalo jokes. Point being, I still find her interesting. She's and very, I, I, and very I, intelligent. I, I enjoy yeah, her. Yeah, totally. But I you, do too. But when that whole crew would shit on you, where you don't have any crafted, like, you have nothing that's memorable. A tell has shit you want to tell other people yeah. the next day. And you have an emotional reaction to. And, and you, there was so much of it, you can't remember it. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. You just but remember it, the feeling of it. Yeah, it was, uh, what was, and then he, and you don't, because yeah. there was so much, and then there's those assholes. And I felt like an outsider for the first time in comedy where, like, hey, I, I was a shitbag in fucking school. Like, I, I, I thought we, we might be <laughs> compatible on some level, but no. No. And it's weirder for you because you're a hot chick. So you have a stigma of being dumb or some dudes writing your jokes because you're fucking yeah. Richard Jenny. 
<laughs> whatever. <laughs> Did that get out? I, I didn't think that people knew about that. Well, Did you yeah, Google that? He's Son a little a bit dead. Son and of a I don't bitch. think I'm into that. I'm into standards are that low. <laughs> I'm into necrophilia. I'm into that posthumous <laughs> sexual experience. <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> you guys would be great on a cruise. <laughs> we should do a cruise. Let's do a cruise. <laughs> are you ever going to go on another cruise, Doug? Absolutely not. And that was one of the things. Oh, I want to, before we close this, I want to drop some names of the people that were on that cruise. Big J. Okerson, I get to watch his, I, I get to watch his, uh, podcast, which we've promoted on this show. The bonfire. Bonfire. But I think that he had another name. I think he might have two. Oh, he's he has one another with, one. He has uh, one with, um, oh, fuck. I got well, it on he my had filling guests uh, either way. Just Google I'll, I'll search. Well, let the people yeah. do the fucking legwork. Big work. J. Okerson's great. Yeah. One of my favorites. Legion of Skanks. Legion, Legion of Skanks. Skanks. That's what it was. And he's got the new one also and, as well. And Bingo and I sat in that uh, podcast, and Gilbert was the guest. Oh, that's and, great. And I was fucking laughing my balls off. <laughs> and as much as I did not want to do time on that cruise, we're watching from a balcony. <laughs> And then he, there was children in the show. Oh my god! In, in the, the audience? second row, fucking and they kept fucking with the children, and then fucking with the parents for having the children. And so finally, after about forty minutes, they walked, and I went, "We're getting those seats because I, 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 that I want to be called up on stage. I want to be part of this." And then I sat there sheepishly. But that fucking podcast was so funny. Big J is so him? goddamn He's so funny. funny. He just goes, he goes into those, he goes to the deep end. Another guy that I laughed my balls at to a point where I was questioning, because I've lived here for 10 years. I don't see comedy. An easy, yeah. Am I, be, have I become an easy laugh? No way. Or is this guy no fucking hilarious? But Owen Benjamin. Oh, he's so talented. He's he one of my good friends. He's one of those guys. Fucking, I was crying. He's so good. Bingo and I were crying, and it was relationship material. Yeah. And I turned to whoever I was with. I go, get a picture of me right now crying at relationship <laughs> material. But it, it was good. I swear to God, it was oh, fucking good. Oh, that's so great. You know, he'll he'll like he'll crap his pants for years knowing that you love him. Well, I told He's him that, neighbor. and then I felt like a douche. Like, oh, what? I'm someone special that you should be uh, proud that I laughed no, at your material. No, but that means something. Like, even though it. In your mind, it doesn't mean anything. It does mean something, and, it, and it's very humble for you to say that. But you know, even like me being here, I feel very fortunate to be able to talk to you and for Owen Benjamin to hear that. Like that's something that's like those little. You know how much failure this shit is. It's just a bunch of fucking failure. And so when somebody you look up to says that shit, it gives you that little extra nudge. There's there's comedians I like because they told me I was really funny, and I I would have gone. That guy stinks. Oh wait, he thinks I'm funny. <laughs> oh, he's good. Yeah, he's great. You, you saying that about Owen Benjamin makes me I just, remember the uh, the Grinch when his the black heart finally had one little beat. <laughs> it's like you have a soul, Stanhope. Yeah, you do. You do. You you deny it, but you do. Uh, Chris Gethard. It's spelled Chris Gethard. That's hilarious. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't yeah. see him. He, has to he actually he way. was on. He had to tell me, and I. It's one of those times where you go, "I'm sorry, I'm a blackout alcoholic." But he was on my episode of Louie. He played the uh, the MC. Uh, in when you were at the at the village on uh, the um cellar, yeah, comedy yeah, cellar. Yeah, 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 hello, yeah. We're leaving the boat, and 
we're trying to get off this fucking boat. I was going to swim like a Cuban f- f- for the 20 <laughs> Swim feet. like a white girl trying to get away from her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Those bitches. There's always one bitch that jumps over overboard. I can't deal with you anymore, Gregory. Well, one of the crew made a private line to cut my entire line. We're like five people. And then they start a line of like 40 fucking people to cut in front of us. And I'm like, oh, no fucking way. I'm getting off this <laughs> stupid boat. I hate everything about me, Norwegian cruise lines, everything. And you're still drunk. And then, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And... <laughs> Did you really and get in I water? Cut it, I cut in line. No, I cut in line. And this beefy chunk of Midwest fat dude goes, <laughs> this is a private line. I go, really? Well, it's not now. He goes, it is if you're not part of my band. The guy's not in a band unless it's a polka band. You're a big, <laughs> a lap band. fat, khaki shorts, <laughs> fucking Milwaukee guy. You... And I go, well, I'm part of your band now. And I cut in and Chris Gethard who played the MC on that is behind me. And I went, sorry, man. He goes, no, no, Doug, you, you're welcome in. I played, uh, I was on the Louie episode with you and that guy's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Get hard. Chris, get hard. Stop it's pronouncing Gethard. your name. Gethard. Gethard. It's get it's, hard. Uh, who's the other comic that I mispronounced your name because it's sounded... Jesse May Pelosi is what it Not was. Not you. Okay. No, it was something else that was, uh, uh Oh, is in, uh, LA. Or Irvine or something. Oh, no. It's the guy that came here. To, it's Bo Laughman. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. a real L-A-F-F-M-A-N? L-A-U-H-G no. man. No. And he Is came, that a birth he, given name? He came here like he was, he was passing through. He's moving from like Austin to LA and stopped in to hang out at the bar. And I go, Bo Laughman, really? He goes, no, it's Bo Laughman. So no, like, come on, but it's, it's spelled Laughman. Why wouldn't you? When you work at like the, the a Hobbit school, no, it's it's not Laughman. It is. It's Laughman. L a u a g h f a n a. I know that's the point. And he he was had his head in shame, going, "I know." That's it's, a great name. It though. sounds like the Vegas. worst comic ever. If He's your name is Bo Laughman, exactly. You open <laughs> for Carrot Top, Top, which Bo Laughman <laughs> is a guy I didn't name who told me I was a, his favorite comic one New Year's Eve, and I go Carrot Top did. Yes, no, Wait. Scott Thompson did because now I love Carrot Top because he said I was his favorite comic. One you night. Did, you didn't like him before, and he said you were. Well, it was, was back it? in the Bill Hicks days of yeah. the 90s, and everyone hated him. He was the pre-Dane Cook the and the like, pre- uh, He found a thing. He found I know, a thing. He does it better. I know. I had to get He's old enough to stop hating things. people for I've doing, seen the show. I liked it. I've heard great it things 10 years about ago, it. but I liked it. You know, he's got... He's a good guy. I'm a, I like props. He's got, like... Does he still have the shoulder implants? Do we know? He had, what? like, a bunch of shoulder implants. Shoulder implants. Carrot Top had, like, a bunch of, like, re- reproductive... Uh, reconstructive sur- surgery on his face and shoulders. Shoulders? Shoulder implants. If the horse. You know, because... I want to be ugly so sh- people don't hate me as much. <laughs> Everyone feels bad for the elephant man. No one says elephant man isn't funny. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were making me a drink. You were making me a dog. No, she's holding Chaplin. Uh, and had, who? the last person on the cruise I wanted, I had so much fun with, aside from the impractical jokers who I love with all my heart. They're great. Joey Fatone. I hear from, wonderful. Uh, I hear he is so much fun. Boys? Yes. Or no, I think in sync. That's another NSYNC. one. Fatone. So he's known as Joey Fat One. People like to switch that. <laughs> 
So your guy Le- Well, Hoffman, he's not thin, but he's cool he's, as he's fuck. Tall. He's a, he's a, he's hefty. We had some good we had some good times. I blacked out three out of five Four days. Of them. That's good. I hear he's a, I hear he's a fun time. He's Consistently, great, people so. say he's a good dude. So that's good to hear. Well, it sounds like you had a great time on the and cruise. And Jesse May Palumbo, I want to oh thank you. Oh my god, you. thank you guys. Check me out on Matlock coming out on Tuesdays and Thursdays on uh, HLN. <laughs> What's uh, the, 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 the the sharp talk? Sharp Sh- shave tongue. Sharp tongue. Sharp tongue. Yep, you got it. We'll find out. Third time's a try. Yep, I still have baby oil on my asshole, so we'll see how sharp <laughs> that is. You got any more of that Mexican uh, Viagra? How big do you want your clit to be? Jesus. <laughs> well, I need a it reduction. I need a reduction right oh now. Oh, my God. Looks my like a moose trunk. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> a moose trunk? Yeah, it's yeah. a combination of an elephant and a moose. It's a terrible. All right. What are you doing after these five dates you have? Um, I'm I'm on the road for the next like seven weeks, seven weekends. All right. So I'm just on the road. I might I'm we may go to to Amsterdam, Montreal, do a little like downtime with uh, no chest hair over here. Peter Paul and Brian. Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah, we're gonna do a little traveling. <laughs> Working on trying to sell a show. You know all the bullshit. How do we close this out? Well, I, I have a couple announcements. Uh, first of all, uh, Kyle, one of the fans, has uh taking the job of posting all of your episodes from number one with Andy Andrist all the way through the most recent uh, on, on the YouTube channel, Stanhope TV. Wow. I mean, that's Fucking dope. Great. That's amazing. Honestly, as much as I shit on my fans. That's so great. They do all the work for yeah, me. Yeah, that's awesome. So Send he converts it into so a slideshow. Fuck you guys that does videos. this. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> also, you can pre-order Doug's uh, memoir. Right now on Amazon, that's coming out. You said there's a different release date? I'm going to order it right now. They might be moving that up for some anyway, delay, but either way. Pre-order it. And the people who are emailing me about ordering it through Doug's website, through uh, our yeah, merch, I'm we're working traveling on it. tomorrow. I delayed my flight for Jesse May Thank today, you. But I'm delaying it till tomorrow to jack that cocksucker out of fucking finishing the, uh, <laughs> the uh, forward for it. And uh, he said he was holding it hostage. He knows I'm in a bad position emotionally, which I hide well on a podcast. And February 6th, the Super Weekend Comedy All-Stars with Jeff Tate, Brett Erickson, Christine Levine, and Junior Stopcott sold out. I'm ordering your book right now, so that it is, is still available. You can order it pre- pre-sale right now. He'll sign your phone when you're this, done. This is, this, this is kind of... If, this, if you were pre-ordering my book on I'm Newborn, pre-ordering your pre-cum. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would I'd jack off to just hot chicks pre-ordering my book on you porn, <laughs> or, or your boy toy with the shaved chest. He's not a boy toy. Oh, he left. He, he left. Made, he left. You made him he leave left. the room. <laughs> I was confused for Gilbert Gottfried and Murray from the Impractical Jokers. Murr, Murr, James Murray. Yeah, Murr. Murr. Someone said you're Murr's dad, right? <laughs> That's worse. And That's then, worse. Then someone else said, wait, 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 you're Gilbert God. I go, Godfrey. They no. thought you were Gilbert Godfrey? Two times, honestly. That's, did you thought, go? <laughs> I can't even do a Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, wait, wait, wait. In, in, in the line at the airport at security, then when we left, someone that was on the boat, I got TSA pre-check and he's That's in the, the other line. He goes, how are you in, uh, how are you ahead of me? I go, I fly a lot and I always wear my Delta Tide tag. I always be branding. <laughs> and he goes, maybe they just think you're someone else. I go, I know. 
I know. <laughs> you have to do your Gilbert Gottfried. I don't have one. Oh, I was doing dude. it when there was other noise. So I know it there's other like noises right. happening. You were, you were hitting behind noises. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert, uh, I don't want to talk shit, but it's funny. Fuck it. Go uh, ahead. He, uh, he talked to Sal Volcano. Sal's my boy. I love him. So, all right. Let's, let's, one of my faves. let's skip back. Okay. The Beatles are the impractical jokers. Which one do you have a poster over your bed, a water bed, that you masturbate to at night? Mine? It's probably going to be, um, I'm going to have to say Q. Q is, uh. He looks like the missing link. He's like Sasquatchy, a little dumb, loud. If I, drinking at a bar, I pick Q. Q. Murr is the cutest. Murr's the one you marry. Q's the cutest. Cutest. Sal's the funniest on the show because he's so. Oh, we'll tell, her, we'll tell her the Sal Volcano at the Super Bowl party right here where I'm sitting. Sal. Is this a version of uh, F. Mary Kill de- Decapitate? Yeah, Joe and, Gatto. He, and uh, Snuggle. Can we, and and snuggle. Joe, Gatto, Joe Gatto when I was so fucked Wedding up, date. And I'm trying to explain. <laughs> Joe Gatto's a wedding date. <laughs> Joe Gatto's, he's fourth. He's fourth. <laughs> it's not a bad fourth. Not a, it's a good fourth because no, you, you have a, the, the, the power before you. It's a lot. I wanted to tell people on the cruise that, that I was the Pete Best of the Impractical Jokers <laughs> and I got fired before they got famous. <laughs> just act all bitter. You were like the one, the one that got kicked off. <laughs> you were in the original group. Yeah, you know, before these guys got famous, you know, I was there. I was there yeah. from the beginning. You were that guy. All my dares were pull my dick up. <laughs> well, they didn't dare me to, but I did anyway. <laughs> they used to be edgy. Yeah, we, you know, back in the day, we used to have an edge. We used to, you know, we, we'd have women running away crying. Now we got commercials. We have to and then we punch them, and then we did. Oh, wait, that's why I got fired. We used to kick puppies. Now they're a bunch of pussies. Kick puppies. They're out there throwing pies in each other's faces in Central Park like a bunch of goddamn. I miss those days. I miss those days. Is that we a should, fart? No, that, oh, was was a, a that was a drink sliding your way, which means we're closing. We're done with the announcements and all that. You can do, do sold the- out show for Super Bowl, and yeah, all the filming stuff got put off. Uh, it's, yeah, don't show up. You won't get invited in if you're not part of the football pool, et cetera, et cetera. I love you, but we'll see you next year, maybe. And uh, thank you, Jesse May and Peter Paul and Brian. <laughs> Thank you, Doug Tracy Stanhope. for bartending. Greg Chaley for making this happen. Yeah, the great bartending. And everyone who sent, uh, well, I, I, oh shit, yeah, Nick Steele. Thanks for sending that thing. And uh, we got a bunch of packages we haven't opened yet because uh, I had some uh, problems with my relationship. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any uh, music you want to have played that is? Doesn't need licensing. Just any sort of like porno music will be fine. Okay, whatever, never, you, yeah, yeah. whatever you bone that girl on never the cruise much. to. Sounds of her going, are you almost done? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds of her going, <laughs> I liked Murr better. <laughs> All right, this is a swap cast. That means anytime you fucking cocksucker comics that have a podcast where you interview another comic that also has a podcast, put them out together Two birds, one stone. It's called a swap cast. Please steal that from me and make it a fucking thing because it makes sense. This is Jesse May Peluso, Sharp Tongue Podcast, and the Doug Stanhope Shot Clog Podcast. You know what a shot clog is? (laughs) I feel like that happened on the cruise. What is a shot clog? Shot clog is someone 
that you, you put jerk up off with. Into a shoe. No, you sh- you put up with because they're buying the drinks, even though they're annoying. I know a lot Does of them. Makes sense yep, now. Yep. It's college. Clink. Cheers. Clink. The incredible Doug Stanhope, one of the one of the the goats, the greatest of all time. Check him out. He's just classic clown, one of my favorites, and I feel honored that I was asked to come chill with him at the compound. Over at the compound, um, make sure you guys check out my sponsor, Wantable wantable.com forward slash sharp s-h-a-r-p to get started with the fitness quiz and get your clothes sent to you every month i want to see what kind of outfits you guys pick out i'm i got mine going on we can totally snapchat each other cute outfits check out wantable.com forward slash sharp and do your fitness quiz to see the cute clothes that they suggest for you to get please san francisco punchline 28th 29th and 30th of january laugh boston Valentine's Day weekend, February 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. Then I am at American Comedy Club in San Diego, February 18th, 19th, and 20th. And I'm at Crackers Comedy Club in Broad Ripple, Indianapolis, February 25th, 26th, and 27th. JessieMay.com for ticket info. You can also just Google each comedy club and figure out the fucking information. Um, I'm going to be doing giveaways every week now. Um, but before we get into the giveaways, I'm going to answer some questions from you motherfuckers because you guys asked me a shitload of questions and I said that I would answer some. So here we go. Walter Zemrock, will you marry me? Fuck no. I don't believe in marriage, Walter. I'm a single independent woman. I can unclog my own bathroom pipes. <laughs> Steve Show Walter. Yeah, sure. That's your real last name. He asks, what's your number? Uh, what's my number? 867-5309. That's 867-5309. Please, give me a call. Um, James Mann asks, does making jokes ease your pain? You know, it doesn't. I don't know if it eases my pain. I think it masks it more than anything. Uh, I'm sure a little bit of pain gets released, but, you know, uh, generally people become comedians because they're trying to avoid the pain. But I'm sure there's some truth to pain being eased. I know it eases my menstrual cramps. How about that? Um, Let's see what we got here. Blattrick Swayze. I'm answering just because it's an amazing name. Blacktrick Swayze. <laughs> Am I your type at all? I used to be real obsessed that's a confusing question. Um, I don't know if you're my type. The fact that you were real obsessed. Were you obsessed with me or just something else? Because if you're obsessed with me, then you're my type. All the way, every day. Um, Celia Zururi asks, what's your advice on losing your V-card? For girls, that is. What's your advice on... So I'm assuming, what's my advice on losing your virginity? You know what? That's a good question. That's probably the most... um, honest honorable question in this thread of questions on my website (laughs) um i think my advice for losing your v losing that virginity make sure you want to lose it and it's with somebody you like uh and you're not trying to impress anybody you know you should be comfortable you should like the person they should be nice to you you should feel safe and it should be fun kind of i mean 
it's not as romantic as it looks in the movies. It, it's kind of like, you know, it, a Disney movie if we're talking about Fantasia. <laughs> Losing your virginity is a lot like Fantasia. It's just a little terrifying and you're going to be chased by a broom. So just be prepared for the for the unexpected. <laughs> but yeah, you should be ready for it. Don't do it because you're trying to impress your other f- girlfriends. And don't do it because some boy's pressuring you or some girl's pressuring you or whatever it is. Whoever's pressuring you, just do it because you want to do it, girl. Your vagina's a flower. Treat her like one. You guys are amazing. I'm going to be doing uh, giveaways every week now. I'm going to give tickets away every week on my podcast. And if you just you pick the show that you want to go to, and I will give you tickets for that show. And each week we're going to do different things to win tickets. And this week I want you guys to make the funniest meme of me. Your funniest Jesse meme. Uh, and you will win tickets to the shows I have coming up. You can go to jessiemay.com, look at the um, schedule that I have, and I uh, pick out the, the show you want to go to, and I will give you tickets for you and a friend to come see me live. So send me your funniest meme of me. Post it on Twitter. You have to at me, at Paluso J-E-S-S-I-M-A-E-P-E-L-U-S-O. And make sure you hashtag Sharp Tongue Podcast. And make sure you tag me so I can see the photo. If you don't tag me, I can't see the photo. And post your funniest meme. And those of you who, you know, the few of you who hate Twitter, if you don't have access to a Twitter account, you can email the memes to me and I will post them on Twitter. My email is sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. So please send those my way and I'll check out the funniest meme. Get creative. Okay, go f- try to offend me. <laughs> uh, have fun with it. So come check me out, jessiemay.com for show tickets. Check out check out wantables.com forward slash sharp. And uh, make sure you guys love each other and treat each other well. Smoke some herb. Live your life. Do something nice for somebody today. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so high. Um. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.